Hi, I'm Nir Ayal, and this is the Near and Far podcast. This podcast is about business, behavior, and the brain. On this show, I do a few things. I read quick articles I've written about topics shaping your behavior. I interview authors of books I enjoy, and from time to time, I devote episodes to answering your questions. If you want to ask me a question, visit the podcast page on iTunes, go to ratings and reviews, and ask me a question by leaving a review. I promise to read it and possibly include your question in a future episode, so please, ask me anything. Now, enjoy the episode, and for more, you can always visit me at nearandfar.com. Tame Daily Distractions with the Pre-Commitment Pact by Near Ale, narrated by Johnny Heller. From Homer to Franzen, productive people lean on pre-commitments as a proven way to stick to their goals. Fame director Quentin Tarantino never uses a typewriter or computer. He prefers to write screenplays by hand in a notebook. Pulitzer Prize-winning author Jhumpa Lahiri writes her books with pen and paper, then types them up on a computer without internet. Jonathan Franzen, the writer Time magazine called the great American novelist, believes you can't write serious fiction on a computer that's connected to the internet. These methods may seem extreme, but desperate times call for desperate measures. These luminaries understand that focus requires not only keeping distraction out, but also keeping ourselves in, learning to practice self-restraint when we would otherwise fall off track. The power of pre-commitment. A pre-commitment involves removing a future choice as a way to overcome impulsivity. It's a key step on the path to becoming indistractable. Although researchers are still studying why the technique is so effective, pre-commitment is one of the oldest tricks in the book. Perhaps the most iconic pre-commitment in history appears in the Odyssey. In that epic poem, Odysseus, a.k.a. Ulysses, must sail his ship and crew past the perilous land of the Sirens, who sing a bewitching song known to attract sailors. When sailors approach, they crash their ships into the Sirens' rocky coast and drown. Knowing the danger ahead... Ulysses hatches a clever plan. He orders his men to fill their ears with beeswax so they can't hear the siren's call. Everyone follows Ulysses' orders with the exception of Ulysses himself, who has resolved to hear the beautiful song. Ulysses knows, however, that he'll be tempted to either steer his ship toward the rocks or jump into the sea to reach the siren's. To avoid this fate, he commands his crew to tie him to the mast of the ship and instructs them to neither set him free nor change course until the ship is in the clear, no matter what he says or does. The crew follows Ulysses' commands, and as the ship passes the siren's shores, he is driven temporarily insane by their song. In an angry rage, he calls for his men to let him go. But since they can hear neither the sirens nor their captain, they navigate past the danger safely. That's where we get the term Ulysses' Pact, which is a freely made decision that is designed and intended to bind oneself in the future. It's a type of pre-commitment we still use today. For example, we pre-commit to advanced health care directives to let our doctors and family members know our intentions should we lose our ability to make sound judgments. We pre-commit to our financial security by depositing money in retirement accounts with steep penalties for early withdrawal to ensure we don't spend funds we'll need later in life. We value the fidelity that's promised in a lifelong relationship bound by the contract of marriage. Such pre-commitments are powerful because they cement our intentions when we're clear-headed and make us less likely to act against our best interests later. Pre-commitments prevent distraction. 
just as we make pre-commitments in other areas of our lives, we can use them in our counteroffensive against distraction. Inventors David Krippendorf and Ryan Singh came up with a simple way to stop their unwanted habit of late-night snacking on indulgent foods. Their device, Kitchen Safe, is a plastic container equipped with a locking timer built into the lid. Placing tempting treats, like Oreo cookies, my personal favorite, in the container and setting the Kitchen Safe timer locks the container until the timer runs out. Of course, I could smash the container with a hammer or run out to buy some more cookies. But that extra effort makes those choices less likely. Krippendorf and Sang's concept was so compelling that it scored a deal on the reality show Shark Tank, and the product now has nearly 400 five-star reviews on Amazon. Kitchen Safe is an example of a pre-commitment. Specifically, it demonstrates the usefulness of an effort pact, a kind of pre-commitment that involves increasing the amount of effort required to perform an undesirable action. An effort pact prevents distraction by making unwanted behaviors more difficult to do. Lots of products and services have been developed to help us make effort packs with our digital devices. Whenever I write on my laptop, for instance, I click on the Freedom app, which blocks my access to a host of distracting websites, including Facebook and Reddit, along with my email account. I can set it to block these sites for as much time as I need. I typically choose 45-minute or one-hour increments. Forest, perhaps my favorite distraction-proofing mobile app, is one I find myself using nearly every day. Every time I want to avoid getting distracted on my phone, I open the Forest app and set my desired length of phone-free time. As soon as I hit a button marked plant, a tiny seedling appears on the screen and a timer starts counting down. If I attempt to switch tasks on my phone before the timer runs out, my virtual tree dies. The thought of killing the little virtual tree adds just enough extra effort to discourage me from tapping out of the app, a visible reminder of the pact I've made with myself. Apple and Google are also joining the crusade against digital distractions by adding effort-packed capabilities to their operating systems. Apple's iOS allows users to schedule time constraints for certain apps through its downtime function. If users attempt to access a listed app during hours that they specify, the phone prompts the user to take an additional step in order to confirm that they want to break their pact to access it. Newer versions of Google's Android come with digital well-being features that provide similar functionality. Adding a bit of additional effort forces us to ask if a distraction is worth it. Whether with the help of a product like KitchenSafe or an app like Forest, effort packs aren't limited to those we make with ourselves. Pre-commitments are even better with a friend. Making packs with other people is one of the best ways to stay committed. In previous generations, social pressure helped us stay on task. Before the invention of the personal computer, it was obvious to the whole office when we were procrastinating at our desks. Reading a copy of Sports Illustrated or Vogue or recapping the details of our long weekend while on the phone with a friend sent clear signals to our colleagues that we were slacking off. In contrast, few people today can see what we're scrolling through or clicking on while at the office. Hunched over our laptops, we find ourselves checking sports scores, news feeds, or celebrity gossip headlines throughout the workday. To outsiders, this looks no different from performing computer research or following up on sales leads. Disguised by unseen screens, the social pressure to stay on task disappears. It gets worse when we work remotely. 
Since I tend to work from home, I find it all too easy to get off track when I know I should be writing. Perhaps bringing back a bit of social pressure when I'm having trouble, staying focused could be helpful. I put that question to the test and asked my friend Taylor, a fellow author, to co-work with me. Most mornings we sat at adjacent desks in my home office and agreed to work in timed sprints of 45 minutes. Seeing him hard at work and knowing he could see me, particularly at times when I found myself losing steam, kept me doing what I intended. Scheduling time with a friend for focused work proved to be an effective way to commit to doing what mattered most. But what if you can't find a colleague with a compatible schedule? When Taylor went away to speak at a conference for a week, I needed to recreate the experience of making a pact with another person. Thankfully, I found Focusmate.com, which facilitates pacts with a video conferencing service. They paired me with a Czech medical school student named Martin. I knew Martin would be waiting for me to co-work at our scheduled time, and I didn't want to let him down. While he was hard at work memorizing human anatomy, I stayed focused on my writing. To discourage flakiness, users are encouraged to leave a review of their Focusmate. I loved Focusmate so much, I decided to invest in the company. Make a pre-commitment. You'll be in good company. Since the dawn of recorded time, people have made pre-commitments to maintain traction toward their goals. Get inspired by Homer, Quentin Tarantino, or the Kitchen Safe team, and you'll find yourself in a pretty great club of indistractable pact makers. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Near and Far podcast. You can always find more at my blog, nearandfar.com. And don't forget, if you have a question you'd like me to explore in a future episode, leave me your question in the form of a review for the podcast on iTunes.